The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we rubbing for the New Let's York Knicks. Live from the garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best five starting. Regardless if it's close or a large margin. We hungry for a win. The fan base starving. Bound and astounded. Fishing and we swishing. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season, yeah. arena full of fans, screaming out defense, playoff intensity, got our hearts beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hear the heart breathing, Whoa. swishing through the net, yeah. players take flight, flight. vibing with the vets, the coaches need a fight, head them with attack, the players about to fight, yeah. it's all about respect, ain't taking any slight, no. a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, right. about to take a ride, up to new heights, this is our year, the future real bright, right. shining real bright like the New York City lights. the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Good evening and welcome, everyone, to the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum, the season finale. Yes, it's it's that it's that tragic time. Um, the New York Knicks are eliminated from the NBA playoffs following a 96-92 loss in Game 6 to the Miami Heat. Um and, 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 and I mean, anybody who watched the game knows it was a good game. Um, Jalen Brunson, um, pretty much, um, in my opinion, um, took over as the face of the franchise and probably the future of this franchise with a 41-point performance. But it was for naught. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we have to tip our hats to our opponents who best us. And, you know, Miami just knew what they were doing. Um, they have the, the experience in the playoffs, and it's over. So this will be the season finale of the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. Not to say that you're not going to hear the Bleed Blue Show still. Um, just so you know, um, hoops will still be going on. Um, I just won't be a, be around as much um, because, you know, I'm Knickerbocker Ave, and it's not Knickerbocker Ave without the Knicks. So, um, hoops will still be going on. It'll be on every Wednesday. Um, tune in to BlueBlueShow.com or Blue Blue uh, social media channels to find out where, where and when. And um, until then, let's enjoy this, you know, this, uh, this seasoning review, this, you know, cry session, this therapy session, whatever you want to call it today. Um, the New York Knicks season has come to an end, unfortunately. Steve, welcome to the forum. How are you doing? Are you okay? I'm a lot calmer than I was when I blew a gasket when the Knicks got eliminated. I, I got a Mitchell Lion. I got uh, a lot of Mr. Salty in the background, but uh, I, I'm calmer now, man. I'm still annoyed because the Knicks should be in the position to be playing the Celtics for the Eastern Conference Championship. I still believe the Knicks were the better team. I just think the Knicks dropped the ball um, with their personnel. Um, Decisions, Randall and Bear in particular, and I know the solutions on what to make them better, and we can discuss that tonight, Nickelback Ave, uh, on the season finale, a funeral episode. Got Dom with us. I'd love to hear from him. I know he's been all over the place with the Nick fans, uh, Nickelback Ave, so we could bring on Dom and get his thoughts, and we'll go from there. Yeah, Dominic. let's bring on Dom because Dom, Dom, I'm pretty sure Dom is wearing his, you know, his dapperest black suit, or he's probably wearing his, you know, his, his army dress uniform just for the just for the occasion and eulogize this this season and put some Nick fans on notice. Dom, how you doing, boss? Good evening, gentlemen, and, and trust me, ain't no black, ain't no ain't no somber. I've enjoyed this ride. I'm like Steve. It could have continued. But I can't be mad at nothing. Not not this year. To me, it's not a eulogy. It's a heads up. Let's see where we go from here. And, you know, sometimes the better team don't win. So, unfortunately, we didn't play up to expectations. So, you know, here we are. We, we have to move forward. And I, 
without getting winded, believe we're moving in the right direction. So, as always, guys, let's roll. All right, all right. And so, Steve, let's start off with you before we have any more callers come in. I don't know if live or, you know, or G or the Nickinator is coming on. But let's start off. What did you see on Friday? Now, now some days removed. What do you think about the personnel? What do you think about the reaction that fans have been giving, um, especially towards Coach Thibodeau and a, and a certain Julius Randle? I've seen fans on social media get on Julius Randle, and I can understand the frustration of Julius uh, of them getting on Julius Julius Randle. I, I I and I get that. I can't let Julius Randle off the hook. I just think he's not the issue when it came down. He he had a bad playoff series. Let's put it like that. He had a bad series versus the Heat. But you guys know where I stand with the roster and this construction. You go out and get Miles Turner. Uh, it, this is probably part of the night. We I might have to be a little bit of armchair GM. Get Miles Turner. Figure way. Figure out a way to turn uh, Mitchell Robinson's contract into Miles Turner. It's only a five million dollar difference. Figure that out. Then you really have literally five legit options on offense with Quentin Grimes as your fifth option on offense. That's pretty damn good. Uh, Dom grew up around the '70s Knicks. I wasn't around for that as you weren't. But, you know, watching the tapes and, and all that, they will be a poor man's version of that team with offense everywhere in that starting five. You run that, if you upgrade your offense to the point where you get Miles Turner and he already does everything defensively just like Mitch, they beat Miami easily. They beat Miami in five. Problem is, Julius Randle, he, he trusts his teammates too much in situations where you go to the paint, and it seems like you see this every fucking game, regular season, postseason, passes it off to Mitchell Robinson in the paint because his man collapses on Julius. He gives a, a pass to Mitch, and Mitch always drops the damn ball. You're not going to have those problems with a competent center who's going to catch the ball and score. And then the other uh, domino effect, if you can't play, you can't just double. You just can't double Julius Randle where you got Miles Turner at the top of the key. You're going to have to honor that. You get that as your weapon. The Knicks were the only remaining team that didn't have a, a five that could stretch the four. You know, every team had that in the playoffs except the Knicks. You get him, everything changes. Everything's changes. So um, those are my thoughts. Ab. Just I want to leave some meat on the bone. We go to Dom. I think uh, Nick and Naders would have with us as well. So I don't want to be long-winded. I want to make sure we have a nice flow, a nice dialogue uh, to this episode. So um, that's the first. We got to get Mitch off this team. We got to get a five that could do what he does and score. You do that, the Knicks are – they probably win the championship. <laughs> and that's no cap. You know, I'm really strict about, you know, you know what my teams I, – I, the Knicks were on the cusp, especially in a, a wide-open year where, um, you know, we, we, had, we had Boston's number. We had Miami's number in the regular season. Out west, it's wide open. Like, uh, Golden State is gone and Phoenix was gone. You just had to worry about Denver. And we saw how we played against Denver. I'm like, I'm not worried about Denver. Remember, we played them on that Saturday afternoon. Nah, like, this was – this that's what mo- that's the most frustrating part, Av. I'll pass it back to you to go to, Av, uh, to, go to Dom. The Knicks could have won a ch- – they had a chance to win the championship. That's no lie. It was wide open for them. <laughs> You see, that, that was the, the sentiment that I also had and I also shared. Uh, Mr. Stoffy just won't go away. Uh, I'm not buying ice cream, dude. Um, but I mean, anyways, the, the fact is is that we actually had Denver's number two. We, already, we actually swept the series with them. Uh, we beat them in Denver early in the season, and then we beat them on that Saturday afternoon, as you mentioned. So, Dom, what did you see on Friday night, and you know, how are you feeling? My name is Dominic Donato, and I approve Steve's message. Because you know what? Me and Steve have been talking about that one player, that one position. For what now, Steve? Three, four years? I'm just reaching. I'm guessing. I know it's been a minute. Because, again, guys, and it's, it's, we, it, we're not bashing Mitchell Robinson. It's, that, it's, it's not a bash Mitchell Robinson sense. Uh, so it's the four on five has gotten old in today's NBA. You know, even if it was four and a half on five, I, w- I would take that slight upgrade. But it, it's not, and unless something miraculous happens in the offseason, it's not going to be. So if you have, and again, we beat this horse to death, if you have the opportunity, because you know what, guys, and like Steve, I'm not going to get winded in case you got to be, 
the Miles Turner was the person that exposed Mitchell Robinson from the door. We figured out when Miles Turner was on the floor against Mitchell Robinson, great low post defender, cannot, cannot defend the perimeter. Miles Turner was the one that introduced that to us, that he cannot get out. Nobody had to prove to us that he wasn't a go-to, a go-to offensive player. That, that was null and void. We knew that. We got tired of the YouTube videos. We, we digested and threw that shit up for years. But our defense, it was Miles Turner, and it never stopped from there, guys. If you take notice, when somebody brings him out, he's not the same guy. And, again, if, in today's NBA where we lost to the 30th offensive scoring team in the NBA this year, and even they scored 109 points, but they didn't score 109 points but one time. Again, we're not blaming everything on Mitchell Robinson and Julius. And it was a collective effort that they lost. But to me, with all being said and done, the way we played, the way we progressed during the season with offense, that we lost to the 30th ranked team in the NBA on offense. And we held them under 109 every game, under their field goal percentage every game, under their three-point percentage every game. I think they only out-rebounded us once or twice in six games. We did everything we were supposed to do but couldn't score. We were worse than them. We were worse than what they produced all season. So that in a nutshell, that's it. Now, moving forward, let's not, let's not lose sight, guys. We cannot do like we did in the bubble, that bubble season. Say what you want about no crowd, whatever. We went from a good team, fourth seed, competitive team, to trying to mix it up the next year, went totally underwater, totally against what we did, we came back this year. Let's not do that again. Now let's put these guys' feet to the fire, as we've been saying. Tick-tock, tick-tock, Leon Rozier on the clock. We don't get no better if you don't make better moves. End the conversation for me. I do have a question, but I'm going to hold that, for uh, Dom, for you as far as the Evan Fournier. I, let me hold off on that. You're back. I think we got uh, Nick and Nader with us. I'm not 100 percent sure if you want to bring him on. Uh, yeah, let's bring him on, Nick and Nader. Um, I know Chris, uh, Coach Chris and Bishop is on, is, on, is also on. Um, guys, um, stay on hold for a second. We'll be right with you. Uh, but Nick and Nader, you were first. Um, welcome to the season finale of the Nickelback Avenue Fan Forum. How you doing? Um, what's your take on on this whole situation? All right. Well, if that's not Nick and Nader, who is that in three five two five? Three five two five. Hello. All right. Well, we'll come back soon. Let's see. All right. Let's but go. It's to, not, let's it's go to not, Coach Chris. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not Coach Chris. It's the Godfather, Chris. Oh it's my God. The Professor Godfather. Oh. Y'all are so funny, dude. <laughs> Hey, man. Look, uh, first off, what's up, gentlemen? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's good? What's good? I'm just listening now because I have to give y'all some credit, man. Y'all some fantastic heads when it comes to everything blue and orange, and I appreciate that. Uh, Everything that I was thinking, though, (laughs) Dominic took every freaking word. I totally walk with him. Totally walk with him. I'm a dude that when I see things fall apart, especially – um, situations that have potential for success, I'm looking dead upstairs. I'm looking dead upstairs. When you put a team together, no matter what, or project or or a situation where it, you want it to be successful, the very first thing you do is you have to come up with a vision on how you want this team to, to operate. And what they have to do this off season is basically look at what they, the pieces that they have and how to mix and match or just get rid of dead weight. And that's what's going to make the New York Knickerbocker successful. Um, the Step Series against – the Heat had at least four, maybe, I don't know, five maybe, but at least four players that are undrafted on that squad that that pretty much played collective, civilized ball, and that busted us on our ass. That's what happened there. Um, simple as that. They were well coached, they were prepared, their hustle was on point, and that's why 
we lost to that AC team. That's what happened right there. We didn't have that kind of drive. We did a lot of ISOs and all that kind of stuff. But I will tell you this, though, to keep it short. Uh, Nickelbacker Ave, you're absolutely on point. Uh, Jalen Brunson is the unequivocal leader of this squad, no doubt about it. He's he's the man. And building around him, would, I think that would be nothing but a plus for the Knickerbockers. Um, I'm going to be nice, and I'm not going to bash – I was going to earlier after the – well, actually, after the game, I was really going in on, on um, Randall, but I'm going to leave that alone. I'm at a calmer place right now. Uh, but I do know one thing. He doesn't belong here. <laughs> Let's be honest. We can, we can, we can rationalize. We can, we can um, you know, just sort of make the excuses of why a player who is our only all-star did not – show up for the second, for another playoff round, which is what he gets paid for. But the truth of the matter is, when you have bad chemistry, you got to get rid of it, man. And if Miles Turner is the answer, which I think, I believe that's to be true. Someone like Miles Turner that plays above the rim, somebody like, uh, oh, man, I forgot the brother's name already, man. Oh, my God, out in Minnesota. Can't remember his name. But Cat? No, you know, you're talking about Cat? Yeah. I'm not saying, no. look, uh, I'm saying a cat like that, a cat. Did I say cat? Okay. Did I? Okay. No. Listen, wait a minute. Before you bash me, I'm just saying one thing. I'm talking about what, one of the things that a leader of, uh, of a team, especially in this fucking market, this ain't, this ain't Portland, one of, the things, one of the qualities that they must have is they got to be an unabashed leader. Okay? You got to be a Patrick Ewan or Willis Reed to lead this team to success. You really do. And if you're gonna wear, and if you're gonna wear Bernard King's number, you really got to show that you are all the way through, Bernard, that you are capable of that kind of leadership. And I don't see it with old boy. I think he's a cancer. As a matter of fact, I'll give you two examples. Remember that game-winning shot he had against the Heat in the regular season, which was nasty. That was one of the highlights of the year. Remember that from the right-hand mm-hmm. side with like one second left or whatever. Yeah, take I remember. That, take that and put that also against. That law, the hard tumble he took, I think it was in the first round against Cleveland. He had a hard tumble where he was you know, under the basket where, you know, he was, we thought he was really jacked up really badly. Well, anyway, put those, put those, two, film, those two video clips together and watch how urgent his teammates come to his side in each play. Just watch it. And you tell me, is there, is there not a problem with the chemistry and, solilo- and, 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 and solid respect that they have for this guy as their top dude. It's not the same thing, you know. So, yo, he, there's a problem that the Knicks haven't talked about, and it's with him. You know, you, you can tell. That's not a le- that there's something else besides just the X's and O's and, and all that other shit that he doesn't bring to the squad. So that's what's going to hold you back each and every time. You can't get to the next level if you got those kind of idiosyncrasies. Take, take a look at – Take a look at what, um, where I'm at right now. You know, obviously, <laughs> you know, uh, James Harden got Doc Rivers fired. You know, when you have, you know, when you have bad chemistry, it's going to spread throughout the squad, and your whole team is going to fall apart. And that's what that dude is potentially going to do to us. Now, y'all can rationalize it, beat me up later, whatever you do. But I'm telling, I, what I'm telling oh, you, what I'm saying it, it's not good for the squad. I'm saying it. That's it. Good. <laughs> All right. I know we got. Just so I know Avatar. Just so I try. One last thing. Quick Grimes, that comment, beautiful. I love it. All right, go ahead, continue. So my, my quick question, because I know uh, Rel's on and uh, Mr. Lies on, Bishop's on, they want to get uh, on the conversation. But, yeah. but there's so many ways that we could go about this with Randall. So my only thing is, what player do you replace Randall with? And But the also, but then also the other part of the question of that, we got to remember going back a couple of years ago, what player you can find that wants to play in New York? Because that's the other intangible. Well, you got to find a, a current know. NBA player that's dying to play yeah. in New York. Like he wanted to. He wasn't no Amari Stoudemire situation where he went to the. He tried to yeah. go to the Heat after leaving Phoenix, and he defaulted to the Knicks and yeah. played it off like he's this Nick legend yeah. in 2010. What player yeah. got in the NBA that wants to play in New York? Because Randall showed and wanted to play in New York. Um, let me just say this, even though it's probably another conversation. I don't think he had many choices, okay, at the time. But I'm going to leave that alone. 
Um, to answer your question, you have a very valid point there. But you know what? Beating the heat would have cured that question, but we didn't. So, yeah, that's a big-ass question, Steve. I couldn't even answer it right now. But I do know one thing. They're trending in the right direction. Little things, little people, little – you know, Dominic was absolutely on point about the Mitchell Robinson thing. You know, we, we can we can use an upgrade there, or at least he could be part of a, a something – a different kind of game plan. I'm not sure what it is. But you know what, Steve? I don't know who would want to be play here as currently constructed. You got to kind of, I wouldn't say blow the team up, but you got to make a few changes and tweak it in order to, to ripen it for the next for the, for the next year, man. But but as currently constructed, it can't last like this. That's all I'm saying. I'm going yeah. to be done with it. That's just I, my little piece. My, my tweaks will be get Miles, uh, Miles Turner, turn Mitchell Robinson to Miles Turner, Turn R.J. Barrett Great into move. Mikael Bridges, and the term is you get the Villanova boys together. He won't be here. That's an excellent. Night, oh wow! Huh? I don't. I don't, I don't think you can get to Brooklyn. I don't think you can yeah, get to Brooklyn I, next to, to 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 deal a best player to the in-state or actually ten-mile away rival. Well, it depends. I don't know. It depends well, what the Nets, how they're looking at. Do you think the Nets are a playoff team next season? Do you think the the Nets are a playoff team? I mean, that's a question for anybody because they have a uh, sea of D three and D players. If the answer is no, then what, what, what do you want, Brooklyn Nets? Well, the person that can it's answer the same that, question. that's why Indiana know. makes sense. Just like the, just that's like the Dominic same said, that's the same question for Indiana. That that's that's the guy. Listen, we. We Nick fans are cerebral and dedicated as possible, but we don't make those moves. The dudes upstairs got to have the same vision we have. Whether they want to deal with the Nets or not, I'm not sure. I don't think they're going to. But I do know one thing, just like Dominic just said. That's why I ain't got nothing to say. He said it all, just like he said or alluded to. Somebody has got to put pencil to paper right now and get on that phone. And say, look, we just cannot happen again. We can't be losing to Pat Riley once again and looking bad at doing it. So what we need to do is I need, I'll trade you this, I'll give you this kind of capital, whatever the case is. I don't know what it's going to be. Because that's, that's another thing, Steve. You're right. I don't know who wants to play here right now. Okay? But um, I, don't, I do know one thing. The team needs to upgrade. That's all I wanted to, wanted to chime in about. And I wanted the fellas to go ahead. I just wanted to listen. But that's it. All right. That's it. All right, Godfather. Godfather, I was with you pretty much the entire conversation until you started mentioning Carl Anthony Towns. And this is an, and it's well, an interesting wait, dynamic. Wait, wait, wait. Can I defend that? Here's... Can, I, can I defend that a little bit? But go ahead. I don't want – what I'm saying is it can't be Randall going forward. We can't have him another three, four years. We ain't going to win. I agree yet. with you. I agree okay? with you. So what I'm saying is I was just – I was from the top of my head, I was just chiming off who could possibly be obviously an upgrade you know, um, from him. Now he he did he's a front runner though. The dude the dude's a regular season cat. And he's proved twice in a row that he's not capable of carrying us when it counts the most. That to me means that that pays dividends when you can do shit like that. And he's not delivered. Twice. Twice. He's a front runner. He's a front runner. Dude comes before he gets to the bed. That's all I know about him. He don't do shit in the playoffs. When it matters, wow, but... he's got to fucking perform on that stage. Okay? And he, it doesn't matter what he did. Chris, Chris, hold on, hold on. And you don't deliver, oh. and you cheat three for fourteen in the critical game, or you drive down the lane with five fouls. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, in in Julius's defense, because I'm not really defending him, because I agree with you. I'm, I don't think that he's the answer. But Julius Randle didn't perform. Neither did a lot of the other Knicks either. So, so, so we can't just rest the laurels completely on him. Yeah, we do look at Julius Randle, you know, tremendously because he is, you know, the 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 face of the franchise for you know for all matters speaking here, and he's been here for a while, and we're all used to him. But you can't just fault one guy for what the entire team is supposed to do. Emmanuel quickly before he got hurt was not was you know was not performing the same way. Obi Toppin was hit and miss. Um, we can go down the line. I mean, Isaiah Hardenstein was a beast down low, but he wasn't scoring. Nick Abaka Avenue, you are absolutely correct. 
you are absolutely right. However, none of those players that you just mentioned made third-team NBA or the All-Star game or called or or were designated as the New York Knickerbockers quote-unquote leader. None of those guys are on a poster in Midtown Manhattan with Willis Reed and Patrick Ewing. Okay, right. none of those guys. This guy, this guy, he wanted that strike as the wearing Bernard King's number, which is a personal problem for me, but I don't, I don't mention it no more. That guy right there is supposed to be the leader. He's supposed to exhibit instead of fighting his teammates and arguing unnecessarily with referees and leading us to an abyss. He's supposed to be the man, and he didn't show up not once but twice. That means a lot in the blue and orange. So yeah, there's other cats that did as a that probably collapsed. But oh boy, ain't exactly Kobe either. You know, he didn't get them together and say, hey, look, we're gonna do this no matter what. You know, we we a team, blah blah blah. Oftentimes, you see him glancing off to the damn stands when when there's some kind of tra- tragedy, tragedy. Sorry, I can't even say the word that Tibbs is trying to put together. So, dude's bad for chemistry. His whole chemistry is bad. That's what I'm talking about. He's the leader. Uh, so I thought, now it's Brunson. And why is it Brunson? Well, because old boy, didn't, he didn't perform when it mattered. That's how I look at it. Simple as that. I'm from the old school. Maybe shoot me later, but that's how I look at it. So, all right. Devil all, right. all right. I'm out. Let's, um, okay, um, sorry. Uh, hey. It's always great to have you, Godfather. Thank you so much for showing up today. Um, it, it, the season would the season would not have been the same without you, man. To be honest with you, so so thanks for you know thanks for the contribution. Um, um, Steve, Dom, before I bring on another caller, is there anything anything you guys want to say before before bringing on everybody else? No, let's bring on everybody else. They've been waiting patiently. Let's yeah, get, let's get on Rel yeah. and Bishop and Mr. Right. Live. Don, Don, I think you want to say something real quick, real quick before we bring on Rel. Yeah, I just wanted to add, I just wanted to say something to Godfather. If you're replacing twenty five ten and five with twenty five ten and five, we're still at twenty five ten and five. And we know Carl Anthony Towns is not as durable as me and Steve. Rent. So we, we gotta put things in a little bit of perspective. That's I just all. threw it out there. Go it ahead, was, Steve, it wasn't let's move on. that well intended. I just know we needed we need to upgrade enthusiasm, Dom. That's all I was saying. That's it. Okay, fair enough. Well, let's you know, let's bring on Rel. Rel, thank you so much for patiently waiting. Welcome to the Fair Forum. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thank, thank you for having me on the show. Dom told me about it, and definitely want to come up here and talk some Knicks with you guys. All right, all right. So, um, you know, so what did you, what's, what's your take on the series and Game Six, and you know, basically the season in review? Uh, Game Six was a travesty. Um, I will listen to what everybody had to say, and I definitely agree with a lot of points. And um, my thing, my, my my point, the season overall to me was success. Just for the fact that nobody had the expectations that the Knicks was going to be the fifth seed, let alone going to the second round. So we hear a lot of times me, Dom, and Nick and Nader be in these Twitter spaces. You hear that we're going to be a playing team. You got guys wanting to tank after ten games of the season, and um, just to see the boys turn things around and we were able to get to the playoffs and able to get to the second round, I think that's something we need to capitalize on. Do I think that um we need to make some trades and um and make some moves? Uh, you know, I'm hoping management can do so. Absolutely. My one of my um key points is um R. J. Barrett. I said R. J. needed to do what he needs to do to to prove that he was worth that third overall pick. And to me for R. J. Barrett's Standards, he did. He carried the, the, the load towards the, um, the end of the first round and definitely the, the second round. I think that, um, uh, like I tell people all the time on Twitter, we got to have an honest conversation about the whole team, but definitely have an honest conversation about Julius Randle. Um, yes, he averaged .510 and 5, and that's nothing to sneeze at. I often said that he probably was like the top four power four in the league, if not the league, at least the Eastern Conference. But you got to have culture when you're building a team. When I'm looking at these teams, and if I'm not mistaken, these teams are the same teams that were in a bubble. you got to have some type of culture. And the problem is, and I understand the frustration with a lot of Knicks fans is, you can't have a guy, just because he's averaging that, thinks it's okay to do boneheaded plays on the court, 
thinks it's okay to do shit off the court and, you know, get in your teammate's face when he's trying to stop you from getting a technical foul. And, you know, people just chalk it up during the season. Oh, it is Julius. Oh, it's okay because – and their mindset is, well, he's giving us 25-10-5. But that's not okay because what happens is – and I used to be, be um, a behavioral analyst for the Army. The problem is that shit trickles down. That shit would go to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. You can have that as a culture. You hear a lot of guys, ex-players, be on podcasts and say, if it's not Julius Randle, it's the untouchable Julius Randle. He gets a pass for not playing defense, and Tibbs will yell at guys for his, talking about Julius Randle's mistakes on the defensive end, and it gets demoralized sometimes in the locker room and team meetings. And these are guys who play with the next play with Randle, play on the Tibbs. So I always tell people, when the smoke, there's fire. I think that having Brunson was a blessing, a blessing. And you had a lot of people talking about, oh, he's six foot one. what he's going to do. I just seen that man and Luke and, and them boys went to the Western Conference Finals the, the season before. And look at, look at Luca right now. Mark, I'm sure Mark Cuban wish he paid the extra $55 million to keep this leader, right? So we got that. Then people crying about the whole pick when it comes to Josh Hart. Oh, we gave up a first-round pick. This is ridiculous and stupid. And I'm defending the Josh Hart um, situation. I'm like, first of all, we want 14-6 once we got Josh Hart. And anybody, and they, it kills me sometimes when people forget. Before Josh Hart, we was in the Civil War about should Cam Reddish play or not. Then we barely was <laughs> hanging on to the seventh or eighth seed at that moment. And when we got Josh Hart, it was fresh air. He was with his Villanova boy. He's going to give you energy. He's going to play defense. Honestly, people want to say he's a journeyman. Cool. I think this is 14, five years, or whatever it is. So what? At that moment, we went 14, six. At that moment, you hear players saying that he was, he was a gym rat. Then it was contagious. Everybody started going to the gym. People stopped. They put down the booze, started hitting the lounges with RJ. RJ started turning his shit around because people were talking about that, oh, this is going to hit the RJ. No, it's not because I always say all the time, if a player come on a team and you feel like that, he set you back, then you as a talent has a problem. Because if anything, that said player should help you elevate your your, your skill set. And that's what Josh Hart did in that moment. Did he play well in the series? No. But you know what? To me, overall, this was a success. I understand that the Gerida, the um, Julius Randle effect in the sense of maybe it's not working. Because when you see Randle on the bench, you see now ball move. Yeah, we got Brunson dribble, dribble, dribble half the time. But other than that, everybody's passing the ball. And it's something with Randall where the ball just stops. He has his moments when he passed the ball, but then it goes to the coaching. Then I feel like Tibbs got us to where we could go, as far as we can go. I don't think that being another year under him is going to be any different if, you, if you're going to keep the same roster. But I land my plane there. All right. Thank you very much. Um I don't know. If, I know. I understand that Bishop hung up, but Bishop, if you if you can't call us back, you know we, we apologize for the long wait. But in, in the meantime, Mr. Crispy Jerseys himself, Mr. Live, welcome <laughs> to the fan forum. How you doing? Um, how you feeling about this Julius Randle thing, you know, going on with the fans, and you know how how you see the season? I mean, well, okay, yeah. So you know, we're gonna start with the Julius Randle thing. You know, I've been a I've been a protector at me. For, for a second, you know what I'm saying? For for a minute, and um, I'm 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 more I'm more with the philosophy about you know, not not even thinking about the releasing that man until you can at least cover his his, his cachet. You know what I'm saying? In saying that, man, let me, I, I would say overall that um, I don't think anybody right now is, is untouchable. I got my favorites. I you know what I'm saying? I love RJ. I want RJ to stay. Um, but if your name ain't Brunson, man, I, I don't think you untouchable. You, you feel me? Not not with all of the free agents and and the things that that may be um, being able to done be done with um, with, with our stockpile of uh, free uh, uh, draft picks and um, dealable uh, workable contracts with with our young guys. Um, so I, I don't I'm I, I haven't really looked into the power forward situation because again, um 
I believe, and this is my thing, I, I believe Julius Randle and how they play and that ISO crap and everything else is a coaching thing. I, I, I think I think most of what, what, what happened with us in the last two years could have been mitigated behind some coaching situations. You understand what I'm saying? Some X's and O's, which we don't, which we don't practice on either side of the ball. Um, uh, 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 a lot of favoritism. You let, you let Brunson and, and, and Randall run raggedy over the team. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I'm saying? I love Brunson to death, but that man is, is he has an AKA in my house, man. He's an AKA Chuck City. Okay. He's not a setup point guard. He, 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 he's not better for everybody including my man RJ, who is the last option, who is Commissioner Gordon right now. Might not even be Commissioner Gordon right now. We had talks about that, okay? That's the fault of coaching, okay? You're supposed to set everybody up, including your man spinning the spin cycle, Randall, from from doing that. He he needs to be coached and to stop doing that. He needs to be coached and to not, you know, I mean, take this for example. Every time, the reason why Miami kept on getting their open shots is because they were coached to, you know what I'm saying, for for for, for uh, uh, Butler to pull to the right, take the double, pass it to the free man, and then the free man is, 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 is cheating the, the the aggressive defender and, and and penetrating and opening it up for somebody else. No matter if they got to pass once or eight times, they gonna pass for the open guy and the open guy is a shooter, maybe not high percentage, but because because this is the NBA and because they have such great ball movement, that man is going to be open. That is not Thibodeau. That ISO crap is downfall. So that's that that's the whole uh, heat series in a nutshell. We got out coached. We were we we had better players. Um, granted, a lot of them cats ain't show up. Quick, 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 got to deal with. Quick, quick, got to answer for a lot of stuff. Also, Randall, okay? Randall has to him – and, him, and, him and Randall have to answer for a lot of situations, but that's not necessarily a tradable situation. Neither one of them necessarily needs to be traded. You know what I'm saying? Playoffs, you get experience. Yeah, we could say, okay, yo, he's in, he, he's in his prime. You know, he, 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 done, he done tasted the, the playoffs twice. But, dog, pressure is a, is a ma, okay? Pressure busts pipes and, and – and, and, and that man is, is a sensitive guy. He's meditating on the on the on the sideline every five minutes. He's he's susceptible. You know what I'm saying? When he when he's good, he's great. When he's bad, he's a demon. I, again, we know how that man go. Um, you want to trade him? Fine. You go. You 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 trade him. Head up. Sign a trade for Portland for Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant is not necessarily better. Um, Julius Randle is he more reliable? Maybe. I, we haven't seen him that many games. Is he more durable than him? I don't think so. Okay? So, um, I believe we need coaching. We, you know what I'm saying? We need coaching. We need we need Brunson to, to, to um, make that entry pass into the paint. We need um, Robinson not there for that, for that pass. You understand what I'm saying? We, we can even start hardest, you know what I'm saying, a hard time. I'm sorry, I'm with that because Hardenstein has the capability to break a, 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 a zone. He says he's a pass. Well, if we get motion, we'll be able to break that zone. Okay, we don't we don't break the zone because we don't practice breaking the zone. We don't break the zone because we don't have we don't practice passing in and out of the zone. That's coaching. You you, you feel me? So so my whole thing is like, listen, man, let's let's get a let's get a center up 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 in this piece. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Christian Wood, right? Us one that can score, one that can hit an eighteen footer, right? Let's get somebody like that. Let's get uh, 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 this. This is this is Dawn boy, uh, Kyle Kuzma up in here, right? Or or, or um, Cam Johnson is an unrestricted free agent, right? Let's poison pill him and snatch him from the Nets, right? I think Steve bought it up one time. Are are the Nets really gonna go gun ho and 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 give? Cam 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 Johnson, 150, 120, 130 million dollars with with, with 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 another prolific um small forward on their side. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. But you know what? We need to try, right? So 
Again, man, it's, we're not, you know, shutting down the whole squad. That's ridiculous. We, we are way too close. We, you know what I'm saying? We need to nitpick. It's, it's, it's a little tweak here, a little tweak here, and a big-ass tweak in the front office with, that, with, 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 with Thibodeau. I don't, I, you know what I'm saying? Thibodeau is good. He, he, he's a winner, all right? But every time he gets into the playoffs, this is what happens. He, his pressure busts his pipes, too, and he becomes so reliant co-reliant on that point guard. 48 minutes is not going to – 48 minutes in, in, in a playoff series is not going to get it for us. You understand what I'm saying? So that's me, baby. Let's go, Nick, all day. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Live. Um, I think it makes – you, you know, all these brings up, you know, a lot of great interesting points. And, guys, I'm going to start the timer in, in a minute. But um, I would like just to say, you know, just to reiterate what, um, what the Godfather said earlier. Somebody like Carl Anthony Towns. Now, I know a lot of people on the Twitterverse were posting his picture in a Knicks jersey already. Um, here's the problem with that. The man makes $36 million right now and then next season. After right. that, the dude makes $50 million yes. yeah. for the next yeah. – a year from the next three years. So if you're thinking that you know that he's going to be your answer to the to the, to the question of how do you replace twenty five ten and five, I don't know what to tell you because then what are you going to do with the rest of your salary in trying to fill in this roster? I mean, you'll be going over the cap, you'll be hitting the luxury tax, and you're not any better. So I think that the Miles Turner would be the more favorable um, aspect that Steve alluded to, and so is and so did um, um, Dom. But, I mean, I'm open to anything and anyone right now. Um, I'm, I mean, I would love to see Julius Randle to, you know, to, stay, to, you know, to stay on this team and improve and probably kind of redeem himself. But at the same time, you know, you see that, you see that in this year, we had, the window was wide open for a new NBA champion to be crowned. We are guaranteed a new NBA champion this year. And... I always ask people, why not the Knicks? So, mm-hmm. with, the, with the clock running, please, everybody mute yourselves if you're not talking. Steve, you're up first. You already mentioned Miles uh, Turner. What other moves are you making? And, you know, what did you think, real quick, on the NBA draft lottery saying, Tony, you're getting the number one pick? Um, You know, that's what they do with San Antonio. When the San Antonio's kind of – in the funk, they'll give them the number one pick like they did, so they could get another five rings over 20 years kind of span. So that's that on San Antonio. Listen, the Knicks need an upgrade in development as well. Let's not forget about Ob Toppin's lack of development. Yeah, mm-hmm. he may have a hot, mm-hmm. weak string when Randall is hurt, and it may look like the illusion that he has developed because he got hot from three-point range. His game is not where it needs to be, especially coming out of Dayton. Uh, you can look at Emmanuel quickly. We get, Remember, we gave the, uh, the midterm grades. He was down to start the season. When RJ got hurt after the Dallas game, his game picked up. Because remember, I was in San Antonio for the, San Antonio for that game. He, you know, it seems like he needs to have more time to to uh, to get more production. It's weird like that quickly, but it was down, up, and definitely down in the playoffs. And his consistency was just up and down, up and down for quickly. You look at uh, R.J. Barrett, it's got to get better at the free throw line. It's got to get better at the perimeter shooting. The Knicks have, so Live, I think Live summed it up as well. I don't think Tiz is necessarily the actual issue. He needs to get an offensive assistant to get more of a motion offense instead of this one-on-one crap. Yeah, you, the one-on-one crap will work when things break down, but that should not be your go-to. They need to get a fifth option on offense, which will be Miles Turner, get rid of Mitch, Turn RJ, if you can't get something for RJ, run with RJ, RJ and develop him. And then you run with that same crew and then maybe get another guy off the bench maybe during the trade. The Knicks are not that far off, guys. They are not, man. Just They just need a better offensive culture because we did get out coached because Miami has that heat culture. They have a system. The Knicks don't have an offensive system. And then it looked terrible when you try to go to Mitch passes through Randall and just drops every fucking thing. He can't shoot worth the lick. There was one play, he tried to do some bullshit-ass half-spin like Ewing, and he didn't know where the hell he was. He was like, he got dizzy and turned the ball over. <laughs> so, um, listen, I'm done with Mitch, man. That's what You fix that, the Knicks are probably going to... They probably could come out the East next year with that, as long as nobody get hurt. That, that, those are your fixes. 
development, a five back to score, and more of a wing guy who could play better defense and hit more. I, I'm a more Bridges guy anyway. You heard me say I want Bridges. So that's my two minutes ask. Uh, you can pass it to Juan. All right, that's a quick two minutes, and and I think, and you know what? I don't, I don't hate any of those ideas. I actually kind of like them all. Dom, two minutes, go. Keyword perspective. We got to put things in perspective. While we got our play, we got our shot. Our perimeter shooting was horrible. We had three players: Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, uh, Jalen Brunson. Three ISO type players. No perimeter shooting, but ISO-type players. We still, after four years, have R.J. Barrett, Alfred, missing bunnies at the rim. We know his perimeter shooting up, down, all around. I say this every week, guys. He's here. He's there. He's here. He's there. He's up. He's down. He's up. He's down. That's his career. That's his four years. And I always ask the same question. What has he improved since he left Duke? His free throw shooting. His perimeter shooting is still suspect. His going to the rim is still suspect. So don't tell me. And I'm not being, I'm not playing defense attorney. 25, 10, and 5 got us to the playoff. R.J. Barrett's numbers would have not got us to the playoff without mm-hmm. Julius Randle and, and, and mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson. Point mm-hmm. blank at the conversation. It, it is what it is. You know, it, it comes a time, guys, like Mitchell Robinson. When you see what you see, you saw what you saw. Now, unless you're Nostradamus and you're going to predict that, that Mr. Live wakes up tomorrow morning and he's fucking Jerry West, excuse my French, <laughs> okay, we, we got to go with that. But I don't think that's going to happen, people, and it has nothing to do with not liking a player. I don't do that shit. It, it right. is what it is. His numbers tell us who he is. Until those numbers get better, get consistent, I don't want to hear he's 22 years old, you've been in the league four years, you decided to come out of college after one year. You took mm-hmm. the money. You mm-hmm. took the poison pill. You have not mm-hmm. improved enough to say we can depend on you to carry this team forward. Hence the reason when he came out of college, he was a two. We've done everything under the sun to try to bring a two into the Knicks organization because he couldn't be a two. Let's just keep it a buck, guys. He's not mm-hmm. a two, won't be a two, and we keep spinning our wheels trying to find a two. Then you get a Grimes. I know my time. You get a Grimes who they don't give the ball to enough. Right. He's your perimeter shooter, probably the best one we have. We don't have perimeter shooting, but he's shooting five times a night. That's right. unacceptable, guys, because we right. got three guys that want to play ISO, and everybody else gets frozen out. Right. So if that's my two minutes, I'm happy with it. But, again, guys, perspective. We're not where we're supposed to be, but we're there anyway. That's the key, fellas. Rells topped it off. When me and Rells were talking about this shit in October, they wanted the tank. They wanted this. They wanted that. They, and then when we made the playoff, let's move the goalposts. They'll get knocked out in the first round. We make it to the second round. That's not good enough. We should have won a chip. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Stop with the goalposts move. We have improved, and we have room for improvement. Last thing, we need to make a decision right now with Obi topping it quickly. Get them right. off the team now if you have to while they're still under contract. Somebody will take mm-hmm. that low contract. And then let mm-hmm. them decide what they're going to do. And let's put mm-hmm. one thing more back in perspective, guys. Kevin Hart, I mean Kevin Hart, Josh Hart <laughs> was better than Cam Reddish, and Josh Hart's better than any number 10 pick we were going to get. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, she wasn't ready. I, I only, <laughs> Dom, I only moved the goal because Milwaukee got eliminated. Because once they, they got eliminated, <laughs> oh, wait. You know what I'm saying? That's why exactly. I moved the goal yeah. guy. I saw, I saw but, an opening. But... but but when when Rells, when Rells gets to his two minutes, he'll, he'll tell you what we went through. It's a different All experience, right. Steve. You did something out of what happened. People just did shit out of hating their own team. Big difference. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate that. Huh? Stephen well, A. Well, Mr. Pratt. Well, please don't mention that man's name anymore. I, 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 I honestly do not want to hear his name ever again. Ooh. I will do my damnedest to never bring him up again. But um, let's look. He's a talented entertainer. Let's just let's just say that he's a talented entertainer, and he gets paid a lot of good money to, to, to say the nonsense that he says. But I'm sorry, bro. You don't speak for me. You don't speak for the rest of us. But anyway, Rel, your two minutes are up. Let's go. What, what are we moving? Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, Dom, Dom and everybody else definitely hit on the nail. Dom, just you know. Alluded to everything I wanted to say. Um, listen, you can't 
it's hard to trade Randall when he's giving that production. And I know people talk about, oh, let's get Cat. I, it's like you're replacing the person for the same type of person, right? And, you know, Randall, he has time when he go bully ball and when he's in tune. Like, I, like I just I have respect for Cat, but it's like, eh. At the end of the day, like, just like um, I'm a diehard Duke fan, just like Don was saying, we'll come to RJ. RJ still haven't taken a leap of favor. We've been in, he's been in the league for four years now. He should be averaging over 25 points, if not 25 points, because Eric keeps telling me, especially on Twitter, that he's an all-star. He's going to be a superstar. I'm still waiting for that, you know. Um, but, you know, he's still young at age. We'll see. But the problem is the coach needs to go. Just like I said before, I think we hit our ceiling already. We need a new voice. We need someone that's going to be really offensive because, honestly, having a defensive coach, yeah, it's cool here and there, but I'd rather have that one of, as one of my assistant coaches. We need an offensive guy that can put these guys in the right positions. We need an offensive guy to see that you can have these guys who's mid-tier or any type of tier shooting a whole bunch of three-pointers. That is not your game. That's never been RJ's game. RJ's a natural two two guard playing at the small forward. One thing I don't like about Tibbs, he always put his players in the wrong positions. We, we should have um, RJ in that shooting guard role where he belongs and get him the right adequate coaches to help him develop. And I feel like Tibbs is starting his growth. And I feel bad for RJ because all these coaches that came in and came out, you know, he never had a solid coach that's just stuck with him, you know. But he would keep telling me, Johnny Bryant is the guy. Let's see. But we just need offensive sets. We need someone who can switch up when they get hit in the mouth. We need someone who can switch up the game plan. Or toss the fucking game plan out because it's not working. And that's something that we're going to continue to not have, you know. And my last thing is I'll say this. We're not going to do no trades. We're going to have the same coach. We're going to have the same players. So we're going to buckle up to a new season. They went to the playoffs. They got a, play, they got a second round under their belt. Let's just see what we have. Hopefully they can do something with Evan Fournier because you can't have $20 million sitting on your bench for another whole season. And thank you for the time, fellas. Well, well can I bring that up real quick before you go to somebody else? I'm going to say this go real ahead. quick. I, 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 mentioned, I mentioned Evan Fournier earlier, and I think he's going to be used as a parlay. Re- Part of the reason you don't trade him like they could have during the season because you could use his contract and match monies. So that's the benefit right. of him rock in the roster. So I wanted to bring, that's why I brought his name up earlier. Cause when you make these moves for a potential player to bring back somebody, you could use him to trade and they could, and that team could cut him. And then, you know, that's the other team's problem as far as, you know, uh, you know, absorbing that contract. So that's the part of the point I want to bring up. Gotcha. Gotcha. I respect it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but you see, um, I, I don't know if anybody's willing to you know to, to just just throw in an Evan Fournier and take on that contract. Even even like you said, a team can specific can, can actually trade him and then cut then cut him immediately, and that way he can sign with whoever he wants. He can go back to Boston. That's what I'm he can go to Sacramento. Yeah, he can go anywhere else. But yeah, but it's all and you know what that that comes down to my next point because. I, you know, obviously there's been a lot of talk you know, over the last month about a possible Jalen Brown, and you know he's eligible for a super max, a super max contract coming up, but who knows if he actually wants to stay in Boston anymore? Maybe that's an that's an avenue we have to look into, you know, in some way, shape, or form. And maybe you know Leon Rose can you know can make a phone call and see what kind of an interest that's is there. Happening. To make that move, no I don't way. think that happening. If he, if, 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 he, if, he can't, if he can't play in Boston, there's no way Boston is going to allow him to play for New York. That, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And, you and never, I, 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 I you love never that, know. But that's just not realistic. That's, that's, I just don't see that happening. Like, this is not like a Donnie Damon and Kiki Red Sox situation. This is not, you know what I'm saying, Babe Ruth, even Boston. This is totally different. There's no way the Celtics will – let Brown go to the Knicks. That's just not happening. It's never happened. Not, not between these two franchises. Okay. Well, I, I, I mean, one can dream, right? Mr. Live, you're up. Yo. Two minutes. Go for it. Listen, listen, right? So, um, we we super close. 
we 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 super close. We are we are we are we are X and O away from from actually having something. And if you look at what happened to us, you know, again, every, everybody here understands that we got our coach. You understand what I'm saying? Um, we also got out personnel, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the brother that just just on here, well, Rel, he, he just mentioned. You know what I'm saying? What about the the toxic way you have you? You um you treating your eighth pick? You know what I'm saying? A, a man with that kind of athleticism. Do anybody ever see him run off the three point line? He is a deer. He is a he is a he is a a a, a African god running through into the hole. If that was utilized better, he, he would be better. He's not a a small forward standing on the three point line shooting threes. That is not his game. He's developing one now, right? Because of who? Because of Tibbs. Because Tibbs got dogs. Stay in the corner and space the floor. That's what he's doing. So, and then you expect him to have eleven rebounds when he's standing out there. You understand when when he, when, he, when when he's covering guards and and doing that? Come dogs. This, this is a this is a. We see we 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 see what's happening. We have players, right? You know what I'm saying? When Quick came from. From um, I forgot what college he came from. Quick was running over two and three screens at a time. I have not seen him do that in a Nick uniform yet, right? I have not seen Brunson throw it down to Robinson. I have seen no player except, watch this, RJ throw it down to Robinson on the paint. That pass is not being made. and That pass has not been made in the last two, three years that Robinson been diving off of the pick and roll. Son, that's, that's X's and O's. That's play. That's coaching. That's play. So I have the, all, all of my problems are are, are coaching. Uh, is RJ inconsistent and all that? Yes. You know what I'm saying? He needs he needs to be coached. He needs to be be taught where where his deficiencies lie. Is Randall uh, um still able to be coached? Yes. He needs to learn to stop. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing playing a point forward so much and stop 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 holding the ball and letting the letting the defense get set. And, and, and throwing the ball away and all of this other stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Is Brunson able to be coached? Sure. All right? Cause, but Brunson needs to know when to pass. He, he, everybody know you can get your own shot, brother. We needed that. Hooray. Let's go. We got that. Now make a pass. Make 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 a pass. Make, make, you know what I'm saying? When, 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 when Robinson is diving in the paint, he is open 90% of the time when he, he's, he's in the paint alone. Why? Because ain't nobody guarding him because nobody expects him to get the ball, okay? This this is the – you know, look, I'm looking at Christian Wood to replace him at center. That's who I'm looking for, all right? We already got the uh, enough utility um, uh, uh, centers to back him up. Sims will be back next year. Hardenstein will be back next year. We need a, we need a, we need a center that can score, that can shoot an 8-footer, 12-footer, that who, who can dive and, 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 and stop and pull up. Contort his body, make 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 a shot. We need a center like that. We need a we need a, a small forward that 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 can shoot the ball and defend on the perimeter. I'm looking at Carl Kuzma. I'm looking at Cam Cam Johnson. You understand what I'm saying? Both are unrestricted free agents. Okay, let's 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 do something, y'all. We got we you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Coaches, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Monty Williams is out there. Um, uh, uh, Jason Kidd is is, is out there. Uh, 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 Mark Jackson is out there, you know what I'm saying? But they're not going to be out there for long because everybody's going to snatch them up. I'm saying, if if not, I am I am 100% with uh, what Steve said and bringing up and bringing in an offensive coach. The same thing I had to do to Dan Tony when, when he was bumping up the road with with, with uh, Woodson. So that's my that's my two. Thank you, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Bleed blue. All right, thank you very much. All right, gentlemen. We have reached the, 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 the climactic ending of the season finale of Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. It is time for final thoughts. Uh, each one of you will have 45 seconds. Um, give us your, you, you know, I guess your overall grade. And if you want to give a finals prediction, be my guest. Let's start off with you, Steve. Go. Well, Ev, we're going to miss you for next month or whatever, so we'll be back next week to get to the NBA playoffs if any Knicks news break out. You, of course, you come back to lead the helm, but we'll miss having you for a month, bro, or whatever the end of the finals is. I agree with uh, Mr. Live. We need an offensive, like, assistant coach to help develop these guys. And this always had a development issue, and then the coaching got exposed, 
it was just the perfect storm versus the wrong team that got get us out coached. You already know I'm not going to repeat uh, what we need, um, but it's some sort of a semblance or of what I said with Turner, one of the Villanova boys coming over here. But I'm not totally opposed to Christian Will. I don't know about his asking price, so I don't, as a uh, unrestricted free agent. But great conversation to Kabaka Ave and Dom and Rel and and Chris and uh, Mr. Live. Look forward to talking more Knicks during the off season as well as the playoffs uh, next week. All right. Thank you very much. That is Steven Zool. This is Steven Zool on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be weird, but, hey, we're going to push forward with the Bleed Blue Show. Dom, 45 seconds. Your final thoughts, sir. Hold your head up. Be proud. Don't be selfish. Understand what we did. We weren't supposed to do, but we did it anyway. So mm-hmm. sky is the limit. We need some shooting. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about these coaches, assistant coaches. This ain't the NFL. Get on the court, play your role, and do your job, and let's see what happens. We, we need shooting, people. Obi Toppin mm-hmm. is not the answer from the perimeter. R.J. Mm-hmm. Barrett's not mm-hmm. the answer from the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle ain't the answer from the perimeter. But somebody mm-hmm. out there can be the answer. But my final thought is, people, hold your head up high. I don't give a shit what you heard, what you hear. We're here. We're here to stay. We will be a competitive four, five, three, five, six seed from now till eternity. That's yeah, what we yeah. wanted. That's what we built. Here we are. Enjoy the damn moment, people. As always, Steve, Ab, you know I love you guys live. You, Yo. you got to get your ass down south. We got to go eat. I, that, so no, now, thanks, I, thanks, guys. So you know, I, I love y'all. I'm going to call you, baby. I'm going to put you on on it. Oh, Wow. That's good. That's going to be a hell of a conversation and a hell of a feast. I, I have to make my way down south. Yes, Bro, sir. Hey, hey, before I go, I, I told y'all a long time ago, man. If Mister Live calls you, charge your battery. <laughs> Damn. But that's um, why I carry a charger with me at all times, just in case that ever happens. That's right, Bro, That's right. Forty-five seconds. Your final oh, thoughts, please. Man. Okay. Yes. Um. I'm going to say I give them a B because I didn't have the expectation of them even going to the second round. So they definitely get a B, just like everybody, you know, said. Um, we should definitely maybe switch up the coach, assistant coaching staff. Definitely, hopefully, they get a new coach. But if not, they're going to next season. We just hope we go next season strong in different um, format, the way we uh, have our offense and defense because sometimes that can be lackadaisical. Um, but, yeah, man, um, I'm glad Don put me onto the show. I'll definitely follow you can follow on Twitter, King underscore easy. And um, I will always support you guys. I, I love this. This is fun. And we love having you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, yeah, uh, thank you for coming on, man. Be, look, be on the lookout. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you soon. And, um, you know, okay. we'll, we'll chop it up. Mr. Live, okay. no Yo. more Christy jerseys. No, no more. No more Christy jerseys, right? So, so yeah, we're going we gonna to get these brothers – um, a a minus. You know I'm I know that's high, but um, uh, Leon Rose should be the, the the executive of the year this year for for making a, a stingy stingy move and getting a superstar in Brunson. Um, uh, you know, not 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 succumbing to the to the to the to the to the media and everybody else and 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 and, and thinking we should have we 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 should have emptied our coffers for. Uh, a, a, a good and a good player in, in Donovan Mitchell. A, a, a minus for my boys, man. You know what I'm saying? All around, hell of a season. They play hard. You've seen the maturation a, a, a quick. You've seen everybody, a lot of people get better. Uh, uh, McBride, you've seen Sims. I mean, uh, uh, Grimes, you've seen a whole bunch of our players get better, man, including RJ, man, to some extent, especially in the playoffs, man. Um, he carried us for a whole bunch of that time. You know, big up that man. He needs to get better, but still. Um, a minus all around. Um, you know, we, we you know, get this let's 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 make this off season a great one. Bleed blue, love y'all dudes. Nigga Baka Ab, I'm gonna put my, my, my math in, in your inbox, boy. All right. Alright, alright, I'll look out for it. Yes, and sir. um that that brings it down to me. You, you know, it's been a wonderful, wonderful uh, an amazing year of Nickelback FM Forum. It's been a crazy Nick season. Um, 
I've enjoyed every single bit of it, even the hard times, the games that we lost that we should have won, and then the games that we won that we were all like, what the hell happened? Or, you know, um, it's been a wonderful ride, and I've been, I can honestly say that this is one of the most blessed seasons I've had in a long time. Um, and I'm so thankful for all the people that I've spoken to, all the people that I've met, all the people that I've, you know, had the, the, the honor and privilege of, you know, talking Knicks basketball throughout this season. And, you know, there's still more to come. Uh, you know, this, the Knicks season is over, so, you know, that, that puts me on the wayside for a little bit. But I'm going to be around. Um, I already, you know, talked to Steve. I'm going to invade the dugout with the second, the, the, the second, you know, I got a chance to. And you know what? It's going to be, a, you know, it's going to be a long summer. But I think it's going to be an interesting one, and then I, and I just can't wait for the season to start. So, you know, before I sign off, here's my finals prediction. Denver's winning the title this year. I, I, I just don't see anybody else. You can disagree with me if you want. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think they're being the, the Boston Celtics in seven games. But um, uh, until then, I mean, may, maybe, I'll, you know, if I have nothing else to do and I have some quiet time, I'll, you know, I'll chime in from here and there and, or, or, or leave a note. But – if you're a New York Knicks fan who is listening to this podcast, I, just like Don said, hold your heads up high. This was an amazing run. This team was not supposed to win as many games as it did, and they, and they did it in spite of it. They didn't only just make the playoffs. They, they avoided the play-in completely. And mm-hmm. in doing so, defeated a, defeated a team that in, earlier this season we thought would be a title contender. The mm-hmm. Cleveland Cavaliers were a very mm-hmm. good, formidable opponent, and the Knicks defeated them handedly and mm-hmm. had a few shots fallen, had a few calls gone our way, had a few adjustments been made. This would not be the season finale. This would be the conference finals, and we'd be talking about it because the conference finals is, is going on right as we speak. So I'm very proud. I'm very thankful. I am very blessed. I am so grateful to Steve to Dom, to Mr. Live, to Rel, to Nick and Nader, to G, to Coach Chris, to, um, to, to every, every person who's ever jumped onto this platform and joined us, thank you so very much. Um, it means everything to me and to my family and, and of course, to the Bleed Blue Show, to all the, um, all the listeners, all the stakeholders, thank you so very much for this season. It's been a fun ride, and it's only going to get better going forward. I, I certainly believe it. Um, until then, if you want to, if you, if you want to holler, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nickelbacker Avenue. But until then, this is Nickelbacker Avenue signing out. Good night, everybody. Have a wonderful summer. Have out. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like dick. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like dick. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.